Welcome to Rich Conversations. We spent the last few episodes talking about coaches who have influenced my approach to life based on implementing big ideas from their coaching philosophies. So that included Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick. But those who have followed the podcast for a while, or uh, people that know me personally, know I can't pass up an opportunity to talk about Coach Phil Jackson and how implementing ideas from his coaching philosophy have transformed my life over the past five years. Phil Jackson coached the Chicago Bulls and Los Angeles Lakers to 11 NBA championships. He also won two NBA titles as a player with the New York Knicks in the 1970s, which is interesting because the Knicks haven't won anything significant since then. But, and you know, sometimes people will say, well, he had Michael Jordan. He had Kobe Bryant, right? But according to my math, Michael Jordan won zero championships without Phil. Kobe Bryant won zero championships without Phil. So I think that speaks to the effectiveness of Phil's coaching style and philosophy, right? After the Bulls' first three-peat in the 90s, Phil Jackson wrote this book called Sacred Hoops. I believe it's the second book that he's written. But in this book, he discusses his background growing up, how he kind of rose through the coaching ranks, and the philosophy he instilled with the Chicago Bulls that enabled them to win three consecutive NBA championships. Now, I first read this book in 2012, but it really wasn't until 2018 that I really got into it. I had a a near-death experience on the family farm. So I was on this tractor that I I rode so often, right? And I hear this loud pop, right? There's a tree line up ahead, so I shift to neutral. And by the time I look up, there's flames already by the cab. So my stomach just drops, and all I can think is jump. So I jump. And since that moment, I wanted to live a better life. Like, how do I live my best life, right? Because our time is limited. And so I just started reading a bunch of books. And sooner or later, I remembered Sacred Hoops and how I really enjoyed it, right? And I read it and I was like, if Michael and Kobe could do this, I'm going to do it because clearly it's effective. They win all these championships. What if I do that, right? Every year I read this book to remind me of these principles and the foundation of what we need to do. Phil combined basketball with something he's really passionate about, and that's spiritual exploration. His parents were fundamentalist Christians, so a lot of his childhood was just reading the Bible all the time, memorizing everything. But then he also learned about Zen Buddhism, and since he grew up in Montana, he was really influenced by um, Lakota Native American tribe spiritual beliefs. So he weaved all these three things into coaching, and had this idea about basketball being kind of this dance, this, this uh, spiritual experience in a way. And so he wanted his teams to play egoless basketball. And now this is the mid-90s. And at the time, the NBA was very physical. And it was very, um, ma- it was all about like machoism and kind of, challenging each other's manhoods in that way, but he he took a different approach. 
and he introduced mindfulness and meditation into the team. He thought that five individuals thinking as one would defeat five individuals thinking for five individuals. So he introduced these principles of just clearing the mind, meditate, calmness, so that when you're on the court, we're not in our heads. We're not thinking about the last shot we took, uh, whether we missed it or made it. We're not thinking about what's going on after the game. It's all about what is happening here right now. And with that, being objective about what's, what's happening here right now on the court. And so when you're able to introduce this cerebral aspect to basketball and to, to really any sport, you can see what your opponent is doing and collectively you just react. So instead of having to run plays and force these plays, you just kind of look around and just do what you're, what you read the defense and you do what you need to do, right? And clearly it was effective. That's the biggest idea I've implemented from Phil Jackson's philosophy. Awareness, being present and asking what is happening right now. We look around, we see what is happening. Not what we wanna see in our minds, what is here right now happening? And he used it in a scenario of a basketball court, you know, or a sporting activity. But if we apply that for everyday life, it can be really effective, right? So whether we are at school or in a meeting or at the grocery store, we can look around and notice things, notice details, notice what's happening here right now. And it's remarkable. Now, it's not easy, though. Now, you have to retrain your mind. And this is something I've been doing for five years. And sometimes I'm effective at it, and sometimes I need to improve. It's getting down to sitting still, sitting in silence, and just breathing. Let, when you have thoughts, just let them pass, right? So that you can be fully present here and not having things on your mind, right? You don't want to overload it. You just want to be here and just experience what is happening. Beautiful, right?